0: Do you think you have a healthy relationship with alcohol? Good morning and welcome to In The Car With Clint. It has been a long time between conversations or videos. Um, I'm not sure when we last recorded, when I last recorded or when I last posted. I feel like it's probably been two, three or four weeks. And you know, I've had a bit of travel. I had a week off with, um, an illness, um, and then I had another couple of days off with another illness, uh, but I'm all good, fighting fit, um, but in the middle of those two weeks, I had, uh, I did a week in Melbourne, I did a trip over there, and, um, I consumed probably an extraordinary amount of alcohol, um, for a normal human being, and, you know, probably, maybe a little bit more than I would consume normally and it just, um, I kind of came to this realisation that alcohol had more control over my life than I had control over alcohol and so I want to talk about that today just to give you a bit of an understanding around my experiences with alcohol addiction and what I'm actively doing um, to, in an attempt to take back control over alcohol. Now, this isn't designed to be a, I'm, you know, a woe is me and, you know, I'm an alcoholic and I need to go into rehab and I think that there's this level of alcohol addiction that the majority of alcoholics sit in and I, I will describe myself as an alcoholic, I, you know, can't control alcohol once I start drinking um, and I'm a binge drinking alcoholic more than a wake up and crave vodka in the morning kind of alcoholic or need to drink to function kind of alcoholic. But if I start, I don't stop until I run out or I pass out or I get kicked out. And I rarely get kicked out, but it's usually because it's so late. It's not because of behavior. Now, I think that there's this level of alcoholism that I'm in which is almost socially acceptable and therefore it doesn't get addressed by an individual or by society or by family and friends and the reason I'm talking about it openly now is because in the past couple of months I've had more conversations with people about their struggles with alcohol than I knew that there was and I don't think that anyone's actively talking about it well sorry that's not true probably people are actively talking about it but I have an audience of people who are friends and and maybe people that I haven't met that are in the industry that are, you know, the industry that I'm in is a male-dominated industry, um, and a lot of the activities, events, and, um, you know, behaviours are connected to alcohol. You know, we use alcohol to celebrate, we use alcohol to commiserate, we use alcohol to, you know, mark a time, you know, end of the day, start of the weekend, you know, there's, there's really so many reasons that alcohol is used, uh... And it's, in my opinion, because of the marketing behind the alcohol that, you know, you celebrate a wedding, you have the champagne, you have a toast, you know, it's Friday, you have beers, you go to the football, you have drinks, you go to a 21st, you get drunk, like, you know, know, culturally for me and the people that I know, well, a lot of them anyway, if you go to a wedding, you'll try and out-drink your gift. Now, I think for people in their, you know, early adulthood, 20s, early 20s, it can just be part of life, as can maybe um, smoking dope, but at some point in, in life, the, I guess the alcohol doesn't work anymore, and the amount of alcohol you need to consume to feel a buzz, or to be drunk, or to get that feeling that you might have had gets increased more and more and more to the point where someone like me could drink 20 or 30 standard drinks in 6 hours and be you know coherent and capable and have important conversations and just be fun and it's it's not the the damage at that point although it does there can be damage for some people if they drink that much but for me it's the damage that occurs in the days that follow in that I wake up the next day and I'm not the best version of myself. And I'm still able to perform, but I'm less interested in doing things. I have a hang which is a hangover anxiety where I'm less interested in calling someone to talk to them. Um, I'm less interested in, um, you know, reading emails. I'm not focused. I'm, I've got a short attention span. I have a shortness with my, my kids. Um, you know, I won't be as polite to the people around me. My brain isn't functioning. My brain's dehydrated. I'm not coming up with good ideas. And i have just at a point in my life now where I feel that if I don't stop, then one of three or four things are going to happen. I'm going to get seriously ill from an alcohol-related disease. I'm not going to achieve the things that I want to achieve and may potentially lose the things that I have. And three... I'm going to potentially deteriorate relationships with people that I really care about and when you lay it out like that it's like it's so clear well alcohol doesn't serve you stop drinking right but for an alcoholic it's not that easy and so I'm gonna talk a little bit about the things that I'm doing to try to take control of alcohol again Um, for reference I haven't drank for 13 days and I'm feeling clearer and I'm feeling happier. I trained, did legs yesterday at the gym. I, I felt stronger and more focused and didn't have excuses. You know, I've got more done in the last two weeks than I've probably done in the first three months of this year because I'm clear. I'm starting to feel happy again, like genuine happiness. Um, I'm, I have better relationships with my children. I'm more patient, you know, I'm, I'm not raising my voice or I'm not, um, you know, getting short. All these things are changing and, you know, the people around me, I have a responsibility to the people around me to be the very best version of myself. If not, I have a responsibility to myself, to, to my future self, to, to look after my current self to ensure that, you know, 60-year-old me isn't angry at 40-year-old me for being an idiot. So the things that I'm doing um, are the following. One, I'm talking about it. Uh, quite openly. Uh, Obviously, um, the more people that I talk to about this, the more um, support that I can get. And the more people I talk to, the more people I can support. And I think sometimes um, when you share a lesson, like, or share your feelings, it's like, um, you know, you can learn something, but when you teach something that you've learned, you've really learned something. And I feel like um, talking about it helps. Uh, Two, there's a couple of really good books um, around alcohol. So there's Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Drinking. And there's another book, um, which I can't think of at the moment. I've got a hard copy of it. A good friend of mine gave it to me, um, and I listened to the audio. Um, By listening to books like that, you start to understand the actual um, chemical reaction that occurs in your body when you're drinking and you understand what alcohol does. And I think, you know, especially for someone with, I, I, I consider myself an intelligent human being, um, for someone who's an intelligent human being, when you understand what alcohol is doing to your body um, and, you know, the, how, the, how the sugars react and then how the dehydration cre- creates this desire because you're thirsty, but then, you know, it's you get into this cycle where one drink turns into two and you start to understand why three and four and five exist and for me if I don't start I don't have a problem I just need to not have one drink and then I'm fine so when you understand that um and listen to these audio books it really helps now there are uh I guess organizations like Alcoholics Anonymous and there's drug and alcohol um counseling and clinics available um, that you probably have access to through Medicare. I don't really know. But my feeling is that the majority of people that are struggling with alcohol uh, don't believe they're at a level where they, don't, they they can't take control back and that they potentially don't need to go to Alcoholics Anonymous and really formalize their, their addiction. They just need to understand some basic things. So that's what this is about. If you believe that you are past that, um, I would suggest going and seeking professional help. Um, it wasn't the path that I wanted to take. I wanted to, um, you know, just be take more control and be more conscious. And, um, you know, my theme for 2022 was to be more intentional with what I do. Um, and, you know, I probably haven't started off perfectly, but it doesn't mean you just give up and wait till 2023 to set a new intention. Like, you know, it's not too late. Every day is an opportunity to be better. So, um, you know, I I kind of at one point was reluctant to make a video about this because I really wanted to kind of deal with this privately and was concerned that I've spoken about it so many times before that people are a bit going, oh here we go, Clint's not drinking again, but that is the challenge of being an alcoholic and a binge drinker right, there are going to be fall downs and get ups and fall downs and get ups, but if you can be better today than you were yesterday and, and get through each moment um, that's all that matters and I think that the you know the the potential judgment from others that have seen you fail at this before. You need to remove that from your consciousness and not even worry about it. So, um, the I guess the, a couple of last things that that I'm doing to make sure that I I kind of um, get through life and and change my connection with alcohol is to um number what well, is number three number four whatever is to be really conscious of it right to, to think about the fact that what like why am i drinking and if you do choose to drink how many drinks are you going to have and if you had had usually drank eight or ten can you have four right and still enjoy it and then stop and try those things now it's not easy for a binge drinker Um, To just stop But if you can be conscious of things And and not go into it with this blasé attitude And actually stop and potentially enjoy the the moment And have the drink and then stop um, You can try that It doesn't work well for for me um, But it might work well for you Um, Last couple is Just take one day at a time Right Um, All you need to do If you are trying to stop drinking Is just not drink today And then you'll go to sleep And I do it. And I wake up the next day and I feel amazing. I've had a better sleep. I'm well rested. I'm proud that I've had the discipline to do it. And then I have a great day, right? Um, And one tip and trick that I gave a friend of mine recently is to replace those sugars with something else. When you consume 20 standard drinks a day, you are consuming at a minimum, 2,000 calories. Tyson's going to hate me for saying that. So say 8,000 kilojoules, right? Now, when you stop drinking, your body is now craving sugar or craving craving the alcohol that was there. In the early stages of reducing drinking, and it might be about a week for me, I replace those cravings with uh, root beer, uh, creaming soda, uh, Coke, lemonade, um, sarsaparilla, and I'll have them in my fridge. So um, I know that, that I can drink them and I'll get the sugar that I'm looking for. And if I, yeah, generally for me, it's kind of like 3.30 to 6.30 at night where I have alcohol cravings because that's the time where I might start drinking. Um, and that's the time when the household is at its most intense because I have young children. Um, and that's when I might've gone to drink. Now everyone has different triggers and it might be like finishing work. I, I know that for trades it might be like pack up, have a beer. If you can replace that beer with something else that's less harmful you're going to need to deal with that later but um i consider a can of it's really funny i'll have a can of sarsaparilla and then be like oh man i wouldn't want another one and then i go wow that's a lot of sugar should you really be drinking that <laughs> but if it was a nine percent double dry hopped double ipa i'd be like yeah, yeah no no stress so it's funny how we look at things so yeah they there are a few tips um that i just wanted to kind of give you for me now it doesn't mean i'm never going to drink again. Um, I think about it every day. Um, you know, I, I get—I uh, guess any addict would understand that feeling you get just before you take a drug or drink alcohol. Um, I see it with my children if they want to buy a new game for an iPad, and I see that—that that adrenaline and dopamine and everything gets released in that moment before you get it. And sometimes I feel like the anticipation of taking a drug or drinking and knowing it's coming is almost better than the feeling of taking the drug or the drinking, um, because you know you're about to get it. and You know, it's probably all I can say on that. So, um, just take one day at a time, if this is a concern for you. Um, if you want to talk about it, reach out to me. Um, you know, sometimes it's just nice to know that you're not the only one out there. And the reality is, in all the things that you're doing, in life, the successes, the failures, the challenges, the addictions, the stress, the anxiety, the depression, the sadness, you're not on your own, the whole world is dealing with it, you know, we've just come out of two to two and a half years of the weirdest life that we've ever experienced, and alcohol's been, you know, like, it's a glamour thing, like, you know, like, for people that don't have a drinking problem, they're like, oh, you know, work from home, just having a wine at two, like it made it more acceptable for binge drinking alcoholics and alcoholics in society to be drinking during the day. And it hasn't helped a lot of us. So I think we're coming out the other side of a lot of pressure and stress for people. And I think now, um, I guess it's, you, you can give yourself permission to start dealing with alcohol and removing it from your life if you think it's not serving you. If it's not a problem for you, and you, well, you wouldn't have made it this far in the video, but if it's not a problem for you, then obviously it's not a problem. But I am at a point now where it's a problem. And I don't want to get to the end of this and not have hit my 100 million or have died before my kids finish high school or have gotten a very, you know, terminal disease that I've had to fight because of stupid decisions, you know. So, that is all. That was a long one. Um, Bit of an old school one, but it's been a long time. So, um, if anyone... Is if you're concerned, I'm fine, very very fine. Actually, happier than I've been for a long time. And um, you'll start to see content pumping out again. If you if you see me disappear off uh, social, you'll generally it'll generally because of that. So yeah, that is it. Be kind to each other. Talk to you real soon. double,